For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac Bruce, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc, man? Hey, yo, honestly, man, I'm really enjoying these days off, man. Uh, You know, really not having a dog in a fight with all this good football that was played yesterday and throughout the week and got another great game scheduled tonight. But really just relaxing, man. Uh, All is well here in South Florida. Um uh, uh, just, just waiting and, and uh, waiting for this this next Sunday to roll around. So, but all is well, man. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm blessed, man. All praises to the Most High, man. I'm blessed. <clears throat> hey, man, what what you mean by you 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 enjoying these days off, man? You off anyway? Ain't like you getting ready for a game. You getting ready for a game? You thought you were still suiting up in that eighty for the Rams, didn't you, bro? No, I, I tell you what, though, man. When I when I first retired, this this weekend kind of reminded me of when I first retired. Uh, that very first. Uh, weekend where where you had like you know everybody in the league playing and uh, you know you're so your body is so used to going through training camp and uh, then you you know you work your way up through the, to that first Sunday it was kind of similar to that man you just just really uh, just saying wow I got nothing to do uh, this Sunday uh, other than you know as far as football is concerned but you know you know just following the Rams the way we have been following them all year and really not having a game to play our game played or, you know played our game on Thursday. And got those 10 days off. So it's just kind of relaxing, man, just to sit back and not have that game day anxiety. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by that. I understand. That's the man. You know, us not having to watch the game on a Sunday, man, and, and try to break it apart and take notes and see how it's going, see who's doing what, see who's not doing what. But we did have to do that Thursday. Our Rams wasn't off this week, off on Sunday. But as we said, that's what everybody knows that's listening, man. We we played on Thursday. We beat the brakes off the New England Patriots 24-3, beating them for the first time, it seems like, in forever. But now we're off, man. We're getting ready to play the New York Jets <laughs> next week. And I don't mean to laugh, bro, but, I mean, damn, dog. I mean, as, as we want, you and I were getting ready to talk, uh, you know, do today's episode. It's almost I, – I too much to say about the Jets, man. It's, man, they horrible, dog. They're 0-13. They got the brakes. I mean, the absolutely brakes – Brake pads, the rotors, the drums, the tires, everything beat off of them against the Seattle Seahawks, man, uh, on Sunday. They lose 40 to 3. And just watching them, Ike, and uh, uh, look, no, they, they they didn't quit on Adam Case. It, it's over with, man. I mean, especially, I mean, they played all right a couple of weeks ago, but yesterday, it, it's pretty much over. But 
our Rams got to understand, dog, you can't take this team lightly because you don't want to be the first one to give them a win on the year. You definitely don't want to be the one, man. You you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that person, man, that team. But, you know, you know, like we preach constantly, man, on this podcast, man, it's about being a professional, man. It's not about what's happening around you or what's happening with the team that you're facing this week. It's about you. It's about that person that you, you see in the mirror every day and about execution, being able to execute a game plan against this unit that you're, you're getting ready to face this Sunday. And, and this, is, this is no different. I mean, you, you, the New York Jets, they're still a professional uh, franchise organization, have professional coaching. Guys have a lot of pride. It's, some, it's, a, lot that's, it's a lot of things that the Jets uh, are playing for right now, man. I mean, you're playing for jobs next year. You're being interviewed when you think you're not being interviewed. Uh, the, the the new general manager, well, they probably won't change the general manager, but the new head, the new coaching staff is going to come in and review those tapes. They're going to see who's playing hard. I mean, who's playing hard when things aren't going well? Those are the type of guys that you want on your team. So, you know, they have this opportunity, probably what three or four more games to to be interviewed uh, on a on a on a mass level. So that new that new coaching staff comes in. And, man, they want to see who they can keep and who they can just let, you know, as we say, kick rocks. Tell <laughs> you, man, kick rocks, get out the door. Now, the Jets are playing for something now. They're playing, trying not to become the third team in NFL history to go 0-16. And as we said, you know, right now they're 0-13, and they just easily – I mean, it's not even close. I mean, I got to give them credit for that. They're easily the worst football team in the league. I don't know if they, you know, the worst football team I've ever seen, but they're easily the worst – football team in the league and uh Sam Donald's their quarterback and they just he just been getting his head beat in but bro I, I mean I, I hate because they got a legend they got a they got a legend on the team Frank Gore I hate to see Frank Gore going through this because he's had a Hall of Fame career and he's a part of this team man it's just to see vets like that and good players great players like Frank Gore have to go against this you know uh 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 battle with this winless on the brink of winless NFL season. But of course, next week we don't feel sorry for him, man. But if it's anybody to talk about on the Jets squad, it's just Frank Gore and him being the kind of player he's been throughout his entire career. And he has to deal with, you know, being on a sucky team like this. Oh, without a doubt, man. He, you know, he's one of those uh, top running backs. One of the, one of the best to ever played the game. I mean, his, uh, his production level has been uh, at a point where it's at a level of consistency, for a very long time, man. We we often talk about how uh, greatness must be intertwined with consistency, and, and Frank Gore has done that. But but you know what? Even bigger than that, Doc, and here's the thing. <clears throat> as a coach, as a player, you do not want an 0-16 stigma placed on you. I mean, now you don't want that on your resume. Adam, Adam Gates doesn't want it on his. You know, they've already gotten rid of uh, Greg Williams, uh, the defensive coordinator. He doesn't want it on his, um, you know, because – one thing I learned about 16 years of playing in the NFL, that the locker room is unforgiving, bro. I'm, I'm telling you. I remember being in San Francisco. We're seated, sitting in the team meeting, and none of us expected it. We had a coach come in. You know, he's talking. He's going through the, through the motion. I believe I was in a special teams meeting. But one of our current players on that team had previously played for the Detroit Lions on, on that 0-16 team. So the coach had a T-shirt made. And he brought it in and threw it to this guy. It was 0-16, and it was, it was that unit. So he threw the guy the, the shirt, and, and, and the room just exploded in laughter. Because 
that's something you don't want that doc trust me man i mean i'm sure you know and, and this is another message for the rams to come out and be professional with this matchup this weekend because these guys are going to be playing hard man you're going to get at least two or three quarters where these guys are going to be thinking about i'm not going on 16 are you going to be the one so we got to come out be that professional do our jobs put our foots on the on their on their backs and don't don't let up man don't let up do not be the group <laughs> that that gives the New York Jets their first win, man. Let's not let's not be that guy. Hey, do you remember the name of the guy that, who got the t-shirt thrown to him? I, I do, I do, and I'm not gonna say, it, say man. I, I got respect for it, man. Hey, I ain't gonna say it, man. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't want to. You know, I ain't gonna rain on this on this party. Google him. I, you gotta know him. Google him. I, I'm a good researcher. I said, let me go back and see who's playing for the who played for the. I, 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 hey, and another question. What what were you doing in the special teams meeting, bro? Well, you know what? At times, you know, for me, my routine was get to work early, get in the weight room a little bit, you know, get me a lift. But, you know, every every place I've been, every year that I've played special teams, the special teams coach has been the most intriguing person on the coaching staff, man. From the stories that they tell, from uh, the, the, the standard that they hold the players to, and the level of accountability. So I always felt like, man, okay, I may be a chief. But in my mindset, I'm one of those first-line guys, man. Put me on the first line. And if I got to run down on the kickoff team, so be it. That, that'd be me. I know I would know my responsibility. So I'd be floating in and out of the special teams meetings. Respect, man. Straight respect. And I, I, would, I would think that you would say the special teams coach is probably the most uh, colorful guy or something, whatever you said, is because he has – he puts his hands on the superstars and he puts his hands on the guys who are trying to make the squad, man. So he got all kinds of stories, you know what I'm saying? So I feel you. But, hey, salute to you going to the special teams meeting. Man. I ain't have a choice. I was cool because that's how I was getting my check. But <laughs> I like you, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, that's, that's, that's straight salute, though, bro. Hey, man, they, hey, you know, when I first came in the league, Wayne Severe, he was my first special teams coach, man, and he used to always just walk around, you know, all around campus, all around the building. If you're not a starter, you guess where you're going to be? On special teams. So so with the with the shrinkets of a 53-man roster uh, is, is totally different from college, having 80 players, and you don't, you're not expected to play special teams in college. But once you go to that professional league, uh, you got 53 players. Somebody got to run down on the kickoff team. Somebody got to be that up front man. Somebody got to play punt return. You know, I, I ended up blocking a blocking a drop. I never blocked a punt, but drop, drop the drop, block the drop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. quick. I'm like Muhammad Ali. I turn the light off. I'm in the bed before it gets dark. You did, but, yeah. But the thing is, you know, you you you. I always say, man, if if you're in the league and you didn't play special teams, you're not a football player, man, because you had to be an actual football player to be a part of those special teams, man. And speaking of special teams, man, that's one that's one unit with us I would love to see more because the way we're playing right now, if our offense and Jerry Goff can stay consistent, defense is doing what they do. I mean, they're just unbelievable, man. That number one in the NFL right now averaging just, I mean, giving up just 285 yards a game. But I'm glad you, we started talking about special teams because aside from Johnny Hecker, Special teams is something we're going to need, man. It's, you don't get too many opportunities for kickoff returns because people normally just kick it, you know, kick it through the end zone. But, you know, punt returns and things like things like that, man, and punt blocks. Special teams is something we're gonna, we need to, at least those kind of units, aside from Johnny Hecker, to kind of raise our level to play, man, to take us to an entirely different level if we have Super Bowl aspirations, and we do have Super Bowl aspirations, and we do have capabilities of winning the Super Bowl, if offense can stay consistent, which is Jared Goff, 
defense is consistent. They're great. But we can get if we can get a little bit more, man, like in the return game and on special teams, hey, that will take us to another level. Doc, having two out of the three groups uh, be really, really good. I mean, that's that's a that's a good good badge to be wearing on your jersey. Uh, our special teams just have to be special. We have to have those special moments. I mean, from uh, if we're blocking punts or returning, having big returns in the kicking game, uh, it's got to be there. It's got to raise its head as we start to go into the playoffs, man. Those those teams who can win on special teams, man. We all know it. At times, some of the game, some of the games, they start to be, you know, a, a, a feel, a feel, uh, you know. I mean, what's the word I'm looking? A field position, field position, field position game. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So you want to have a guy like Johnny Hecker to be in the part, but at the same time. You want to make sure that in the kicking game and our return games, man, that we can give the offense something to work with, uh, you know, maybe 10 yards of carry. That was always our goal, you know, and I'd sit in those meetings and the punt return comes up. Yes. We want to get 10 yards, at least get a first down so we can give the offense something to work with. So uh, it's going to be so important, man, and as you look around the league, these teams who are positioning themselves for a playoff run, their special teams are either right where they need them to be or they're on the rise. And speaking of teams around the league, uh, if we can look at division leaders right now. Right now, we're 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 leading the NFC West with nine and four. If we can keep, you know, of course, if we can go and win out, we still got the two division games left, two more division games left against Arizona and Seattle after uh, we play this game. Then, you know, we uh, the Saints lead the NFC South. They're ten and three. The Packers, they've already clinched the NFC North, ten and three. And those Washington football team, man, they lead the NFC East. Their record is just six and seven, and of course we beat them in Washington. And when you look at the record, you'd be like, ah, but hey, as you talked about, man, you know, you kind of like what you're seeing from Washington right now. And I'm just looking at us, how do we stack up against these the rest of these division leaders? And I say we stack up pretty good. We haven't seen the Saints, we haven't seen the Packers, but I feel like we can handle them if we do indeed have to see them. But just looking at these division leaders with us. Washington probably is the most surprising team out of all those, according to you. Correct. Well, you, you know, you know it, it, what's happening here in in week uh, fourteen. Teams are starting to jail, Doc. I mean, you know, we can't use the excuse of not having uh, any uh, OTAs or or preseason games anymore. But teams are starting to jail, and Washington is one of those teams that's starting to jail. I think they have uh, the coaching staff in place. That, that's a no-nonsense type coaching staff from the head coach to, to the defense coordinator, Jack Del Rio. And these guys are meshing, man. I think, that, you know, the biggest, the, the, you know, the biggest uh, you know, element of that Washington team is that defensive front, man. They have a lot of athletic guys on that defensive front that can pass rush. They can get after your quarterback with four-man rush and play coverage in the back. And when they get their hands on the ball, man, we've seen these guys get in the end zone. We saw Big Chase Young. Uh, you know, score a touchdown, his first professional touchdown yesterday. And not only that, when they add in the veteran leadership of Alex Smith, he's played in a lot of big games. He's played in a lot of games. And just his fortitude, man, they, they're feeding, I think, off Alex Alex Smith and his return to the lineup, man. So, uh, you know, we probably, if we win our division, they win their division, we won't see that team until probably the second round of the playoffs. But they're a team to be reckoned with right now, man. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring them up and we're giving them so much pr- credit because that's a quality win for, the, for for our Rams. When you looked at it at the time, we was looking at their record, but even then we already knew they had a great defense. 
They just needed to have some things to come together on offense. So that's a quality win for our L.A. Rams, despite the fact that their record is six to seven. Washington is, is a good team. So now we know we can we, we are competing with some of the other division leaders, even though we haven't seen two of two of them like New Orleans and Green Bay. But I think we can get them if we continue to play well. And and speaking of playing well, I, I, I saw Jalen Ramsey put out a tweet and and he's right, though. You know, it's something that we've been talking about. He's on, you know, he's, it's like to him, it's without question that Aaron Donald is the defensive player of the year. And it's good to see a great player like him. That's his teammate. He's pushing for AD because Jalen can easily pretty much, you know, put himself in the same category because the way he shuts down dudes and shuts down the whole side of the field. But just to see your two two superstars, one promoting the other like that and getting along, that's huge, man, because that, are, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you got some jealous dudes in the league, and jealousy will rear his head. You don't see any of that at all. You just see two brothers supporting each other and one supporting more than – not going to say one supporting more than the other, but one promoting and pushing one, rightfully so. Well, I, I tell you what, uh, winning the, the Defensive Player of the Year award is nothing new to Aaron Donald. But I, I think he's treading new ground, Doc. I, I mean, we've talked. I mean, he's playing so well. He's leading the number two defense in all the league. Uh, we think we're thinking that he should be in the running, in the top three running for MVP of the league, man, with his with his play. Now, as far as the defensive player of the year, you know that can be Jalen Ramsey. I mean, we yeah. seen last year the precedent was set last year when Gilmore he 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 was the defensive player of the year uh, from from the cornerback position. So I think. Jalen Ramsey has played just as well or even better than Gilmore played last year, man, because he's, he's taken on the elite wide receivers in his league and the results of it. He's shutting guys down and, and, you know, he's getting help from Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is just, you know, his impact on the team, man, is just, you know, just like we keep saying, like we keep preaching. Other guys are getting opportunities to have one-on-one and they're winning their battles. So, you know, we're mentioning guys like Joseph Day. We're mentioning guys like, uh, our defensive end, who we talked about from the, the Bulldog from from uh, that played with uh, Chicago last year, Leonard Floyd. He's yeah. he's he's like a different person, man. You know, he's getting that one on one. He's getting pressure on quarterbacks week in week out. He's playing the run. So I don't know how much he played the run when he's with Chicago, but here with the Rams, man, we're holding him to a higher standard, and he's exceeding the standard that we set for him. And that's and, and and you're exactly right. He has raised his game. Aaron Donald causes you to raise your game. Jalen Ramsey causes you to ra- raise the game. And that's why I brought that up. To see Jalen Ramsey pushing for AD to be defensive player of the year, to me, man, that just shows uh, uh, that's good because, as we talked about, some guys can be jealous and some guys' ego can be out of control because I'm pretty sure Jalen would love to be named defensive player of the year. But he shows his unselfishness and his selflessness by promoting and pushing his teammate, Aaron Donald. And you're right, man. I mean, AD, of course, he's easily, to me, the defensive player of the year, but he should be in the MVP conversation. But they don't talk about him in the MVP conversation, But I guess because he's not a quarterback. But the way this dude dominates, I mean, I wish they would just sit and look how much this dude gets triple team, double team. And he still, what, got like 12 sacks, man. You still getting 12 sacks. And you remember he had a couple of games where he had like 0-0 stat line because they was quadruple teaming them, it, it felt like. But to do what he's doing, man, and to just play the way he's, he plays, and even when you watch him, you kind of you, you can break down. You can say, okay, he's, he's this successful because he does this and he does that. But 
Man, dude, I think be above everything else, he's just a very cerebral player. He's just a smart dude, man. He knows when to make a move at the exact time, and that's just not easy to do. Well, let's be real. He's the topic of conversation for each one of our opponents as far as our defense is concerned, man. When 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 they're putting in their game plan, they're making sure that they know and know where Aaron Donald is on every snap, man. Make sure he doesn't get one-on-one opportunities because we've, we've seen it done. I mean, versus uh, elite-level guards in this league, elite-level uh, offensive tackles in this league versus one-on-one, he just completely dominates them. So, you know, with all that attention being on him, that light being shined on him, he's still producing at a very high level that not many of us have seen, you know, since the days of Warren Saps, those guys like that. So um, he's in a very elite class, man, making plays. And, and, and Doc, when people know what you're going to do, when they prepare for you, when they game plan for you, and you still perform at a very high level, that's what we call a pro football Hall of Famer, man. That's, that's, the, that's the criteria that many of us should use, even – the selection committee, even guys that are, are are actually wearing gold jackets, that's the that's what we use as a criteria for guys like that. And man, he's excelling at a big time rate. And talking about Aaron Donald, the most impressive, well, one of the most impressive things because everything he does is impressive is that the fact this dude can play the zero technique, he can play the one technique, he can play the two technique, three technique, four technique, five technique. He can play them all. And it's A gap, B gap, C gap. I mean, he can literally play it all from being over over the center to being in the center guard gap to being uh, outside the tight end to being, you know, in the tackle tight end gap or to being in the guard tackle gap. It really doesn't – dude probably can stand up and play linebacker if you want. See, that's how athletic he is, man. And we're talking about this him this way because he deserves for us us to talk about this. But he seems to be one of those players, Isaac – and I, I say it a lot, man, because this is how much respect I have for you. He seems to be like you when it comes to accolade, accolades and pumping himself up and bragging and getting a sack and, you know, doing it. He doesn't do all those, man. He just go about his business. He don't really talk about himself too much. Other people talk, talk about him and his play talks about it, but he just seems to be, you know, kind of like an understated guy. Like, you know, I'm just going to do my work, man. I'm going to let my work work for me, and I ain't got to be running my mouth and causing no scene on the field and doing all these sack celebrations. Well, uh, I tell you what, I mean, I'm not sure if his part-time job is uh, is that of a, a counselor or someone who's, you know, who, who's, 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 who's real versed in uh, the fight against anxiety because – I think that, you know, as far as uh, Staley, the defense coordinator, is concerned, he has a lot stress, less stressful nights when you have a guy like Aaron Donald on your squad, man. Because, you know, what, what, you, can do, what you can do with Aaron Donald because of the attention that he garners, you can move him around, up and down the line. We've seen him play defensive end. We've seen, we've seen the Rams overload one side and create a, a one-on-one matchup on the backside. We've seen all that happen and to, to his success, to the defense success. And, and the defense coordinator success. So when you got a guy like him, like Aaron Donald, that commands so much attention, man. I mean, you can play with your defense, Doc. You can you can cover in the back end. You can you can bring these exotic blitzes, uh, these blitzing packages. These are the very things that get opportunity to get people opportunities to be head coaches because you have <laughs> yeah. a dominant player just like Aaron Donald in his league right here, and another dominant player in Jalen Ramsey like this. It gets you opportunities because you can. People just think you're just so brilliant. Sometimes, sometimes people say it's the X's and the O's. It's the Jimmy's and the Joe's that we have, man. So a uh, little bit of a combination of both, but we're making it happen, man. Aaron Donald is a kingmaker. 
Jalen Rams is a king maker. And that means head coach maker. And you're right, man. I mean, Brandon Staley, outstanding job. But when you got some, when you got some outstanding pieces to work with, man, that does make the job a lot easier. And sometimes coaches get a lot more credit than they deserve, but not saying that about Staley because he deserves credit because he's found a way to get Leonard Floyd to wake Leonard Floyd up. Uh, Michael Brockers has been just an absolutely beast, absolute beast. And before Michael Kaiser got hurt, Michael Kaiser was an absolute beast. And the thing about it, we lose, we, we lost Michael Kaiser a couple of games ago, our leading tackler, straight balling, straight balling in, in the linebacker position. But I can't, I ain't going to say we haven't missed them. But it's like we haven't missed them. I mean, we missed them being out there. But as far as the play of the defense, that train continues to roll on, man. So the things that Staley has done and uh, having those two kingmakers uh, are huge. Uh, but going into this game real quickly, you know, before you know, uh, back, you know, back to the Jets real quickly before we get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to watch them, bro, and see if there's anything that concerns me about them, but. I can't find a damn thing, man, other than uh, the only thing that worries, concerns me about them, they bringing that losing-ass attitude and that losing-ass body language to SoFi, uh, and, and it might rub off on the locker room. So when they leave, man, we need to get that thing steam cleaned. We need to get it steam cleaned. We need, to get, we need to get it prayed over. We don't need them to leave no residue or anything when they come up out of here, man. But that's the only thing that worries me looking at the Jets. Do you see something that we should be concerned about? Because I don't see a damn thing. I know they're professional football players, but they didn't pack it in, man. We, you know, Doc, we should be concerned about the name that's on their chest and the name that's on their helmet, man. Because, you know, like, like I said, you're playing against guys that are on scholarship. You're playing against guys who happen to be making a living from playing a game. I mean, and, and you know, this, this season, 2020, it'll, it'll, it'll go. And then 2021 will come up. You're going to be looking for jobs. You're going to be looking for contract extensions. So, you know, I'm only saying this for, you know, you, you know the, the, the sake of the New York Jets. Uh, they're faithful. Those guys that are actually suiting up to be playing in this game Sunday, man, it's about being a professional. And I expect them to come in and give us their best shot. That's why I want the Rams to be professional in this approach, man. Don't look at the record of the team. Don't look at it 0-13. Just look at the, the 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 guy that you're playing next to you, and and keep the eyesight, keep your your focus on the the team effort. The bigger goal, the common goal, is to win the division, and have a, an opportunity to play a home playoff game at home, and just be professional, get that game plan, man, and let's execute fast and furry, man. And what what the Rams are going to show me this Sunday, how they come out and play this Sunday, as far as that mental preparation and their focus, uh, you know, physically they're always ready to go, but. What they're going to show me is, are they serious contenders? Because a game like this is probably one of the toughest at this time of the year to get prepared for because a team come in just straight trash, straight, straight coleslaw, 0-13, seem to be had, you know, players have seen have given up on the head coach. Head coach doesn't look like he have, he has a clue. I don't know he, how he got the job in the first place, but it's not my job to talk about him on the Jets because I don't give a damn. But it's going to tell me a lot about our mental maturity and our focus because, well, as far as the offense and Jared Goff is concerned, how are you going to come into this game, Jared? Because you, you, you just gave us a, a good performance two weeks in a row. So now what is it going to be? 
because we need that consistency from you. And you can't go into this game like, okay, it, they're horrible. It's going gonna, it's gonna to show me a lot how Jerry Goff approaches this game and not only that, how he plays in this game because we expect him and need him to come out and dominate a squad like this and don't revert back you know, to making some of those same mistakes that we've seen you made throughout the year because you hadn't put together a string of three, four, five games in a row where you've been outstanding. So that's what I want to see, how Jared responds and plays against these sorry Jets. Well, I mean, we keep saying it, Doc. Uh, consistency and greatness go hand in hand. And uh, if, uh, you know, the Rams didn't play this past Sunday, you know, hopefully, they, you know, if they went out of town, they were safe. Or if they were just sitting at home, being you know, being you know, watching, being football fans because we're all are. Uh, we had a we had a sample size, man. We had this probably this same scenario come up between the Saints and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, man. Yes. The Eagles made a switch at quarterback. Uh, they bring in the young Jalen Hurts. You know, yeah, it, it's it's kind of natural human instinct sometimes to kind of let your guard down in that aspect when you say, okay, you just bench Car- Carson what Carson Wentz. Now, they don't have their starting quarterback. You got a, a, a rookie quarterback making his first start in the league, and then, bam, Doc, look what happens, man. Before you know it, you're down 17 to nothing because yeah. these guys are on scholarship as well, man. They, they're interviewing every week as well. They want jobs. They want to be uh, the best at their positions. They want to get better as a team. So that's the approach. Hopefully that's the approach that, the, you know, the Rams will sit back watching and saying, you know what, we're going to make sure we're prepared, we're ready to play mentally, and then mentally from there, man, we can go out and physically and give out and, uh, and uh, execute our game plans. And New York, y'all come in, not only y'all, y'all come in with some problems, man, and we're going to leave you alone, the Jets, because our, our defense is number one, man. We're giving up 285 yards a game, as I said previously. And y'all offense, that last. Y'all only, y'all only gaining 276 yards a game. So you got the worst offense coming into on the road, cross country, playing against the best defense with the best defensive player in the league and probably the second defensive pl- best defensive player in the league. Man, if we don't run their ass up out of SoFi and get them up out of here, man, and just beat their heads in, bro, I'm going to be mad as hell on Monday, man. But, I, you know, hey, <laughs> I'm looking for us to be 10-4 and four when the ball game is over, man. And I'm looking for us to, you know, get, get, the, get them on out the way so we can end this season strong going into the playoffs. That's what I'm hoping and expecting for. And I understand, yeah, they are professional players, but cast man, some of them like, you know, Gates not going to be here. But it's like you said, they still got to go play some ball because you're still auditioning for the next coach. You're still auditioning for other teams because they still, you know, because I'm pretty sure coaches will be like, okay, I, I want to sign this guy, but he has good stats. I ain't going to worry about the stats from the first part of the season. I'm going to go watch the games when they were losing to see if this guy has given up. So uh, you, you make a great point, man. Those guys, some of those guys are going to come in here auditioning because they understand that they still need to ball out because how they played on Sunday against the Seahawks, it seemed like the entire team uh, gave up. And and I want I want to crack on them. Now, that kicker, we used to talk about the kicker we had earlier this season. I don't even want to bring him up and missing kicks. But, dog, they they, had, they they got a kicker. To, he, he probably not going to be playing Sunday. Dude missed three kicks in one quarter, dog. Not the game. That's how bad the New York Jets were on Sunday. So, we probably won't see this dude. So, I ain't going to even call his name. But uh, I just hope, man, we just come out and stump, stump a mud hole in them, man, and send them on back to, to the Big Apple, bro. 
Well, we, we most definitely got to take care of business, man. And the business at hand is our business. So, uh, you know, uh, like I said before, this is going to be a, a, a race that goes down to the wire here in the NFC West. And I don't think Seattle is, is going to be falling off anytime soon. We saw the Arizona Cardinals bounce back and have a significant victory yesterday versus the New York Giants. That's ascending. But, you know, as far as this division is concerned, man, you know, you're sitting at the top right now. You got to make sure that you, you, you know, take advantage of these opportunities, man, and really just focus in on getting better as an offense. And, Doc, I really think this is the week where, uh, you know, we start to throw the football down the field, man. I mean, just come out, you know, five, six, seven step drop and just let one fly because we can, you know, keep these safeties honest and make sure they're out of the screen, man, because they're starting to creep down, you know, because of all the, the boots that we run and that type of stuff. So this will be the perfect opportunity to come out in the first quarter, probably once a quarter, man, just throw that ball down the middle of the field and let, uh, let, uh, let, let Jared Goff, you know, loosen up that arm, man, and push it down the field a little bit so we can keep these safeties and the defenses at whole, as a whole honest, and, and, you know, in the way we play, you know, set, sets things up for uh, the following games and down the road, man, let people see us throw the football down the field. Big facts. Big facts. Great points. Anything else you want to add, man, before we get up out of here, man? Because next said, time man, we, we do talk, your man. job, take care of business. Take care of business, man. Take care of business, L.A. Rams. I, I got to say the Rams on L.A. because it's another L.A. team that probably shouldn't be in L.A., man. Well, I mean, I don't, they, they, they sorry as hell. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, God willing, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.